doors, turn up the radio, strap yourself in. Because it's time for the Matt Wyatt Show. The guy who's the color commentator for Mississippi State football and SEC baseball. So, yeah, he brings a lot to the game. And he's right here. Right now. What day it is. Huh? Anybody? Mike, 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 Mike. What day is it, Mike? <laughs> Listen, guess what today is? It's hump day. Woo-hoo! Woo-hoo! <laughs> I got an I echo, got an going, echo Bill. going, Bill. <laughs> there it there is. It is. Nope, nope, it's still, it's still there. there. Big, Big fat, fat echo. echo. Testing one, I'm two, working two. on it. Did Beaver, Did Beaver do, it? do it? I don't know. <laughs> do you hear you, it too? There it goes. No, I didn't hear it. Oh, uh, yeah. Now I'm good. It just went away. Whatever button you pressed did the trick on hump day. Bill, of all, seriously, like, give the listener just a clue. How many buttons in front of you, like, just buttons that are illuminated that you could press if you wanted to? Well, I'm going to take a guess. I'm going to say probably, what, 100? There's a ton of them on here. (laughs) A metric ton of buttons. That's a lot of buttons. Welcome into the show on this hump day. I'm Matt. In the Bureau, the Farm Bureau Insurance Studio, Farm Bureau, go with the home team. They are your home team. Across the great state of Mississippi, right there in your hometowns, when things pop up and you have an insurance question or you have an insurance issue or it may involve a claim, it sure is good to know your insurance agent personally, face-to-face. Like He lives right down there. <laughs> Let's go to his house. Or you text him. Text him. And then he calls you back. Yeah, I'll be there in five minutes. Give me a second. Or I'll see you at church in the morning. That's the way it is with Farm Bureau. Local agents that are right there at your doorstep. That's the way it ought to be. All right. I have a question for you because obviously it is the week of opening day for college baseball. And here we are on a Wednesday. We're getting really, really close. Really, really close to first pitch. A couple of days away. Let's go. Sunshine, yeah. Well, I beat the drum and hold the phone. The sun came out today. All right, so it's going to rain all day tomorrow. <laughs> but the good news is, I think you're getting that out of way, out of the way. I can't speak for the entire southeast. There's no here in Mississippi. It's supposed to rain tomorrow, and then Friday, Saturday, Sunday for baseball series around here. Cold, cooler, a little warmer on Sunday, but sun. Let's go. Yeah. Okay, so here I need your help. All right, and we've got a phone call lined up. We're going to have some more lined up. I need your help. I need to know where you were when State won the national championship. How were you watching? Okay, I need to know. I'm trying to put you in a baseball mood to to get this question out there. Um, this is a very selfish sort of uh, <laughs> approach to my radio show, but it is the the week, the opening week for baseball, so I think it's it's appropriate. But uh, I've got some other things I'm working on, and just know that if you call me with your story, that not only will we hear it on live radio, but it may be used for something else, a project I've got going on and trying to get it finished up this week. Here's what I want to know. 
you know, a little different than just where you were. But when these things happen, uh, well, some of the key things, these these moments that you think of, you know, it could be you were sitting next to a family member when Tanner Leggett, you know, had the walk-off hit against Texas. And, you know, it could be you were, you know, I don't know, sitting in a restaurant with three other friends and you're the only state fan when Tanner Allen hit the home run against Virginia and you jumped up and burst out. And I, I want to know your story of where you were and what you were doing when state hit these high water marks to win the whole shooting match last year. Okay. That's what I want to know. And I'm getting a lot of messages on the live stream. If you're on the live stream, Facebook and YouTube and Twitch, Hey, do y'all appreciate you being a part of it? You can text me obviously on the, Country Pleasing text line at 885-ESPN. It's a 601 number, 885-ESPN. But I would love to get a phone call from you today so that I can hear your voice and hear you tell it. Where were you? It doesn't have to be. It could be when they won it and when they jumped on a dog pile. It could be when Kellum Clark hit the home run against Vandy. It could be when Bednar struck out 15 against Texas. I'm curious, what are the different stories out there and the different perspectives and how you remember experiencing it. That's what I want. Like I said, we've got some lined up. I'm coming straight to you. Right after that, give me two minutes. We're going to get in a baseball mood. And I have a really good way for us to do it. Now, we just heard center field. Give me two minutes. Let's listen to this, and then we're going to hear your stories. Baseball is a president tossing out the first ball of the season and a pudgy schoolboy playing catch with his dad on a Mississippi farm. A tall, thin old man waving a scorecard from the corner of his dugout. That's baseball. So is a big, fat guy with a bulbous nose running home one of his 714 home runs. There's a man in Mobile who remembers that Hannes Wagner had a triple in Pittsburgh 46 years ago. That's baseball. And so is a scout reporting that a 16-year-old Sandlot pitcher in Cheyenne is the coming Walter Johnson. Baseball is a spirited race of man against man, reflex against reflex, of game of inches. Every skill is measured, every heroic, every failing, seen and cheered or booed, and then becomes a statistic. In baseball, democracy shines its clearest. The only race that matters is the race of the bag. The creed is a rule book and color, merely something to distinguish one team's uniform from another. Baseball is a rookie, his experience no bigger than the lump in his throat as he begins fulfillment of his dream. It's a veteran too, a tired old man of 35, hoping those aching muscles can pull him through another sweltering August and September. Nicknames of baseball, names like Zeke and Pie and Kai Kai and Home Run and Cracker and Dizzy and Dazzy. Baseball is the clear, cool eyes of Rogers Hornsby, the flashing spikes of a Ty Cobb, and an overaged pixie named Rabbit Moranville. Baseball, just a game, as simple as a ball and bat, and yet as complex as the American spirit it symbolizes. It's a sport, a business, sometimes almost even religion. Why the fairy tale of Willie Mays making a brilliant World Series catch and then dashing off to play stickball in the streets with his teenage pals. That's baseball. And so is a husky voice of a doomed Lou Gehrig saying, 
I consider myself the luckiest man on the face of this earth. Baseball is cigar smoke, hot roasted peanuts, ladies day down in front, take me out to the ball game, the seventh inning stretch, and the star spangled banner. Baseball is a man named Campanella, telling the nation's business leaders, you have to be a man to be a big leaguer, but you have to have a lot of little boy in you too. This is a game for America, this baseball, a game for boys and for men. Let's go! If that won't light your fire, your wood's wet. All right, so let's get to those phone calls. Where were you when some of that stuff happened last summer in that title run for Mississippi State baseball? Uh, help me out, Bill. Is that Casey or is that Kasem? Kasem. All right. All right. Kasem from Tupelo on line one. Start us off, Kasem. Thanks for calling. You there? Bill, can you hear him? No, I don't hear him. Yeah. Okay. I think I. Hello. All right. I got you now. Kasem, you're up. Go ahead. How are you? Just right, man. Uh, Thanks for calling. What's up? Matt, can you hear me? Kasem, I hear you fine right now. Bill, it sounds Matt, like he, can you hear me? Yeah, I got you now. Can you hear me, Kasem? Yeah, yeah, I can hear you, man. Okay. All right. Now I think we got it squared away. All right, let her rip. What's up? All right. Well, uh actually my whole my wedding and my honeymoon was that whole week of the uh college world series. So I was the night uh, Tanner Leggett hit, walked it off, I was actually dancing with my wife at our first dance. <laughs> and uh, I saw my friends in the corner kind of going crazy, and I knew I knew what had happened then because we have been keeping up with it most of the night. And I uh, was super excited. That made wedding night even uh, you know more enjoyable, and it, it was a great night. Uh, actually, when, uh, when Kellum hit the bomb, we were sitting in our hotel room in Jamaica, and we surfed channels all day long trying to find the game to see what was going to play. And we were actually sitting on the bed with room service as Cullum hit the bomb in the final game. And we celebrated uh, in the room. I got up and ran around circles around the bed. That's how excited <laughs> we were. <laughs> that is fantastic. I thought, yeah, I thought it was a cool place to be and a cool story to tell. That's why I called in. Hey, that is perfect. And I appreciate you being patient with me i have to ask you one question before you go though okay so you're you were at your wedding reception first dance Mm -hmm. with the bride you had just got married and you happened to notice your groomsmen and stuff like celebrating over in the corner because they were watching the game on their phone is that did i get that right hey don't hey don't get me in trouble (laughs) (laughs) okay all right i won't ask her any more details that's great yeah (laughs) (laughs) What a cool thing. Hey, thanks for your story, Casey. Appreciate you calling. Uh, it's going to be hard to top that one, boys and girls. <laughs> He's at his honeymoon in Jamaica when Kellum Clark hit the home run to put State up 9 to nothing against uh, uh, Vandy in Game 3, and he jumped up and ran circles around the bed. <laughs> I'm not going <laughs> to... Yeah, it's going to be hard to beat that one. Roshana on Facebook, by the way, she said that, that she and her husband were watching the game in the living room, and when Rowdy hit that first rocker pitch of the ball game, they looked at each other and said, we're going to win this game. 
I think yeah, a lot of people joined you on that. Eric commented on Facebook. He said, listening to the dogs on the radio, I was in the swimming pool rejoicing. And check this out. Um, Nate said on Twitch that he got on his treadmill in the bedroom just watching on TV. He had to walk because he had too much adrenaline just to just sit still. All right, back over to the phone line. David on line two. Thanks for calling, David. What's up? Hey, I just want to tell you, I was uh, sitting in the living room with my wife and stepson, which my stepson's an Ole Miss fan. But when they recorded the last out and we all celebrated, I thought it was pretty cool watching the Ole Miss fan celebrate. Hmm. That is neat. You know, and I'll be honest with you, David, I, and I have some family and and friends, too, that not necessarily state fans and a few that were Ole Miss fans. They genuinely were were rooting for state to pull it off. Uh, that that yeah. That definitely was happening. That's pretty neat. Did he convert to then, his, like to be a full time state fan, or was that just a moment? Um, I think I I did get him to go to a couple football games this year, and he wore wore maroon. So okay. we're 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 pushing. Yeah, you you're working on it. Yeah, thanks, David. I appreciate the call. Uh, all right, let's head over to line three. Jeff hanging on the Divinity Equipment phone line. The number to call, by the way is 995-1059. It's a 601 number, 995-1059. That's the Divini phone to call and talk to me. And I'm asking, uh, you, I need your help. I'd like to hear some stories of where you were when some of those things were happening um, in Omaha last year. Like, what are your memories? What was going on? Jeff, thanks for calling. What's up? Hey, bud. Listen, two, of, uh, two other friends of mine and I went to, went to the game. So we, we were there for the championship series. After the first loss, a little bit disgruntled. Second loss, we didn't even sit in our seats. We just went out there and stood behind that railing in left field. And we did, we, we, we drank some beer. You stopped and took a picture of the pyramid. <laughs> if you remember that. I do remember that, yeah. <laughs> so you were, a part of, you were a part of that group. I got you. I was part of that group. So, so everybody that was on that railing out there said we had got to come back to this railing tomorrow night and do the same thing, mm. and we did, and we won. So I mean, <laughs> I feel like that's the superstitious part of that. But it was so funny that you walked by and I grabbed you and I said, "Hey, Matt, take a picture of you." And I can't post that. I can't post that many beer cans on a, on a web page or whatever. <laughs> but I just thought it was funny. It was funny. You taking a picture of us anyway. Yeah, y'all got. I sent you the picture, didn't I? You did. Okay. You did. Yeah, you I did. thought I made sure you guys had that. Yeah, I remember that somebody, moment. Somebody counted that up. Somebody counted that up. Now, it wasn't just us. It was everybody on that railing back there. It was mm. people walking by contributing to that pyramid. Gotcha. They counted it up, and what those beers cost, there was $670 worth of beer in that pyramid. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, I appreciate it, brother. Yeah, yeah thanks, Jeff. Appreciate that. <laughs> okay. So, for those that didn't quite understand what Jeff was talking about, all right, so game two of the of the three-game championship series, he and his buddies, I was walking by, I was filming stuff and kind of capturing it for a video, and and Jeff said, hey, Matt, 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 take our picture. And they were standing there in front of this pyramid of beer cans stacked up in the outfield at TD Ameritrade. And, Jeff, that's the first time that any of y'all told me that it wasn't just you putting those up there, that other people were contributing. That's good to know. Uh, but I took their picture, and I got an email address, so I emailed them the picture uh, later on. And I was like, yeah, I don't really want to post a picture of all these beer cans, you know. 
<laughs> but they got it. But that's the first also, Jeff, that I've heard. They added it up. And that by the end of the night, they had $670 worth of beer cans in there. But, you know, uh, you said it because uh, there's some superstition in there for you, Jeff. Charlie Winfield, in a recent interview I did with Charlie, he, there was a quote in there. I missed it when he said it live, but then I was going back and, and listening and watching the, the interview that I'd done with him. Uh, I noted it. Charlie said that he doesn't trust people, baseball fans, who aren't at least a little superstitious. <laughs> so, like, I'm going to have to get a definition from him later about little what's a little superstitious. Otherwise, I'm going to start thinking he doesn't trust me. All right, uh, back over to line one of the Divinity Equipment phone line. Mark, hanging on. Thanks for calling, Mark. What's up? Hey, how's it going? I'm just going to try to tell my uh, Omaha story real quick. Okay. So basically, I uh, go walleye fishing in South Dakota once a year. So I projected that State possibly was going to go to the uh, finals. So I booked a flight to South Dakota rented a car then when they won the saturday game was it against virginia yes i believe that's right yeah the game too yes so then i called in to the rental car of course it cost me two hundred dollars to transfer drove from south dakota to omaha used my points somehow and got to stay in the nice hotel in downtown omaha until my friends got there and then, uh, yeah, it was a pretty good experience. Just uh, pretty amazing. And uh, I went to games one and two. I couldn't make it to game three because my wife was going to kill me because I had to be in Gulf Shores the next day. <laughs> so she was like, you're going to Gulf Shores. Yeah. So it was a great experience. So how far of a drive, like how many hours from where you were in so South So basically I was like, so I think, I was in Webster, South Dakota, so it was probably a four-hour drive. Okay, yeah, not too bad then. So not too bad. So um, a four-hour drive, and then uh, uh, basically there, I had to call the rental car company because rental cars are expensive, you know, at the time. So mm -hmm. I had to pay two hundred dollars for a transfer. Then that nice hotel that the players were playing in there. I'm I'm sitting in there by myself. It was nice. Yes, it was. And I can't believe they they let me use my points when that hotel room was a thousand nights. And oh. then I uh, met up with some friends, and then I uh, got into game two for free. That was kind of awesome. How'd you manage that? So, well, okay, all right. You know, they, yeah. you know you couple gates open, have trouble getting tickets. Yeah. I was down there smoking, even though I don't smoke. <laughs> Sneaky. Tickets were hard. Yeah. So you just, yeah. I mean, you just get yeah. in, where, as they say, get in where you fit in, right? Yeah. Sometimes you got to be the man to beat the man. <laughs> or whatever they say. <laughs> whatever, yeah. When in Rome, right? Like Ron Burgundy. Saying, yeah. <laughs> so it was kind of a wild trip. I called into work for about four days and. So that's it was fantastic. Awesome. That's awesome. Thanks, Mark. Appreciate the yeah, call. Yeah, have a great. So he's he's on a fishing trip in South Dakota, four and a half hours away in Nebraska, 
They're there. They went on Saturday. He jumps in a car, takes off, and stayed there as long as he could until his wife called and said, we are due in Gulf Shores the next day, and honey, you will be there. Do you understand me? (laughs) Mark, that's how it works, man. Okay, and all you singles out there that are going, whatever. Who who lets people push them around like that? What kind of man? Uh huh. Just keep well, on. He's not married. Yeah, they don't know. They don't understand, do they, Bill? No, sir. They here's the thing, though. I was, and I bet he said, "Yes, ma'am, I'll be there." Yeah, and I was sort of paraphrasing. They say it in much nicer ways. A lot of it is nonverbal communication. I, I was paraphrasing. Essentially, what Mark's wife said to him was, Honey, we're doing Gulf Shores tomorrow, and you're going to be there. That's that. No further questions. <laughs> yeah. This is great. I love hearing these stories. Y'all are helping me out. Uh, full disclosure, i got a project that I'm, I'm about to wrap up. And I, we've got some video interviews and different things, and, I, and it just dawned on me, you know what? I want to hear from some, some listeners on the radio show who might have some interesting stories about where they were when Tanner Allen homered and when Kellum Clark hit the long ball and when Leggett walked it off and when Bednar caved 15 longhorns. Lots of stuff on social media coming in as well. I'll get to some of your comments and your texts. We'll get your phone calls as they come in also. As we just get started with you here today on this Wednesday, the week of opening day at college baseball. Y'all stick around. He's going all the way. Bring it up, bring it up, bring it up. With playoff caliber sports talk, it's the Matt Wyatt Show. Thank you, Minnie. I'm Matt in the Bureau of the Farm Bureau Insurance Studio. Lots of comments and texts to get to and some phone calls also. Clayton says on YouTube, right after the Clark home run, me and my buddies broke the bench we were standing on. Clayton, are you talking about in the ballpark? Because, look, when you watch the highlight of that, you go back to that, Kellum Clark hits that home run, and the celebration started then. It was like the game wasn't over, but the celebration went ahead and started. And people were just jumping up and down, right? So I wonder if that's what you're talking about. That's interesting. Yeah, in the, he says, yes, sir, in the ballpark. <laughs> All right, then. Uh, Aaron on Facebook says, I was at work, played the fight song over my, uh, at, at works, the PA system at work. <laughs> Some really interesting stuff coming through on Twitter, too, because I I sent that out so that people would have the phone number if they wanted to call in. And Justin said on the Tanner Allen home run, he was at the Whiskey Myers Jamie Johnson concert in Tupelo, and the whole crowd started chanting maroon and white. (laughs) Can you imagine being like a fan of another school? You're not even keeping up with it, and that breaks out at a concert. You're like, what is going on? (laughs) Are they saying maroon? What in the... Some more of that coming up. And I'll get some of your texts uh, also. Yes, Grumpy, we're glad to be back. Uh, but right quick before I hit the phone line, 
Uh, Grumpy said, Matt, I hope y'all brought in the uh, backup hamster for today's broadcast. Yep. We brought it in. You, as you can tell, we're on the air. <laughs> um, he says, Hogjow brought up love of sports uh, the other day. The other big sports event of the week uh, of the weekend was the Waste Management Phoenix Open. 600,000-plus patrons, two hole-in-ones on the 16, uh, three-hole playoff. Nobody turned to the Super Bowl until it was over. It is, I mean, it is a one-of-a-kind golf event, that's for sure. Speaking of Hogjow, he did text, and he said the forecast for opening day at Baum Stadium High of 47, low of 12, <laughs> and winds up to 30 miles per hour, and they move first pitch up to 2 p.m. There's going to be some cold opening weekends around the country. You know, like even in Starkville, the high is like low 50s. The sun's out, but the high is low 50s on Friday, and then it's dropping into the 20s as the sun goes down. It's going to be brutally cold, but then it warms up significantly on Saturday, and then it's supposed to really warm up and, uh, you know, be – Got, I mean, comparatively warm uh, on Sunday. So where were you when some of those things happened? It could be anything, too. It doesn't have to be just what I mentioned. Um, earlier on uh, Twitter, I said, you know, where were you when Bednar struck out 15 Longhorns, Tanner Allen homered in the Virginia game, Leggett walked it off, and Clark home run against Vandy in game three. Walking Bully said, back porch, back porch, Lobby of the Miss Mississippi pageant, watching it on my phone, and then finally section 201 of TD Ameritrade. <laughs> so just in his Twitter reply, we can sort of follow him. He's at home, he's at home, then he has to be here, and then, boom, goes to Omaha. He's there. Coming to your text messages also on the Country Pleasing text line in just a bit. But first, back over to the phone on line one, Ron hanging on. Thanks for calling, Ron. What's up? Hey, Matt. How are you today? Just right. Appreciate you calling. Listen, uh, my family was at Orange Beach celebrating my daughter's 30th birthday. And we watched every game down there until we had to come home for the very final, final game. But we were in our den at Brandon. But uh, it was a great win. And uh, I had sent you something at mattwhitemedia.gmail. Do you get that email? I, uh, yeah, mattwhitemedia at gmail. That's right. Right. Well, I sent you, I wrote a song about the uh, game winning the World Series. Okay. And I finally got in the studio and was able to record it professionally. And I've traded it around up there. Even John Cohen played it for his office staff, and he said you did a great job. But I haven't been able to seem to get to yours, so well, I would love for you to see Okay, uh, did you say you've already sent it, Ron, or you're going to? Yeah, I, I sent it about a week or two ago to mattwhitemedia.gmail. Now, I have an AOL mail. Okay. Sometimes that throws it into your yeah, spam sure. or junk. Okay, well, here's what but, I would ask you to do, and I know it's asking you to go to extra links, but if you'll try it again, and, just, and Ron, just make sure that it says mattwhitemedia at gmail.com. There's no dot in there. Yeah, it's just right. mattwhitemedia at at gmail.com. And if you run into any hiccups, you can go to mattwyattmedia.com and there's contact information there for me, okay? And yeah, so send okay, it to me. I'm, I'm happy to get my hands on it. To send it again okay. to the Matt White Media uh, at gmail.com. Uh, yeah, try that again. And, um, okay. and I should get it. And I hope you get it because I think you 
might enjoy it and because uh, it tells the story of that final game, okay? Good deal. Great. Thank you. Appreciate it, Ron. Everybody got my email? <laughs> Y'all got it? I think we have it now. <laughs> Very important that you don't do dot. You have to put at. That's right. And make sure it's an at and there's no dots in there. Let me read some of this stuff to you. This is this is great. Uh, on the Country Pleasing Text, Josh said, My wife and I watched the title series on my iPad on our poolside balcony in Cancun. We were down there celebrating a 15th anniversary. That's really cool. It's a cool way to celebrate it. Nick says, uh, I can tell you where I was in a confusing state of shock, disbelief, and happiness. <laughs> you weren't the only one who was there, Nick. A lot of people joined you in that location. Locale, I should say. White Denzel says, I was in Eureka Springs, Arkansas on family vacation surrounded by my in-laws, my wife, daughter, my sister-in-law. I sat in a recliner for the entire game, didn't get up, wore the same clothes the night before. <laughs> the man is superstitious. He's not just a little stitious. He's superstitious. Jeremy says, here's where I was when Mississippi State won the championship. Second row behind the state bullpen. And he sent me a picture, too, of his vantage point of the celebration. It's really cool. And by the way, also, like, wasn't it sort of almost awe-inspiring how beautiful the weather was surrounding that game and the way the sky looked when the game was over and everything? It's like, whoa. He says, I was with my longtime friend. I left Vicksburg, and he left Nashville, and we met up for the championship series. And Jeremy said, I texted you the next day after the game and told you for some reason last year was like Omaha was a beacon in the night and calling MSU fans to come home. It was time, and it actually happened. That's a, a great picture, too, Jeremy, and I appreciate your text. A lot of people remember spending that with friends and family. If you're listening, I invite you to call and tell me your story, where you were during some of those iconic moments. You could help me out with that. i got something I'm working on. Appreciate you all being a part of it. Uh, unnamed, no, yeah, unnamed texture says, Matt, on the Wednesday night... Of Game 3, we had our son in the Navy and his wife home on leave. It was the first time that he was home in 14 months since he left for basic training. We had our whole family of six plus other family from out of town crowded together in the living room and cheering together. A moment I'll never forget. Boy, I bet not. That is a pretty incredible thing. This is Okay, this is Matt Indicator uh, over in Alabama. Decatur, Alabama. Tripp said, Matt, marriage is like the Civil War. Men are the Confederacy and women are the Yankees. We may win a few battles, but there will always be surrender at Appomattox. <laughs> that's, one, that's one way to put it, I guess. Uh, Jackson Mailman texted on the country pleasing text line and said, had a watch party for the final game and the dogs about killed us. They did great, but we had established that for every run... We would take a shot of fireball to celebrate. They scored way too much, but we kept going out of superstitious baseball stuff. Yeah, you got to be careful about those, right? Mixing those kinds of things, superstitions like that, with alcohol. You need to be real careful with that, mailman. <laughs> All right, over here on um, social media and on the live stream online, 
Terry on Facebook said, when we beat Texas to go to the championship series, we were driving through Jackson, Tennessee, heading home from Omaha. Needless to say, I was driving and nearly wrecked. That's another thing. You gotta be careful. <laughs> what you listen to and what you're doing while you drive. Williams says, Matt, huge Bulldog fan here located in Missoula, Montana. Wow. You're a long way from home, William. Thanks for tuning in today. Matt on Facebook says, Matt, on the Wednesday night of Game 3. Oh, wait, that's the same message. Got it. You sent me on Facebook and the text line. Got it. Thank you, Matt. Appreciate you being a part of the show. Uh, Josh on YouTube says, Interesting story about the College World Series final. I was actually texting a friend during the whole game that I actually spotted on the TV broadcast. Yeah, that happens a lot, doesn't it? You know, we see somebody, we start texting them, wave at, wait the, wave at the camera for me. Case, and yeah, and I appreciate your message on Facebook. Thanks for being a part of the show. I really like your story there. That was great. That was great. Um, Junior said, I was in my living room. The only game I uh, was able to relax so much, totally dominated the game. Yeah, the championship game, they really did. I mean, they started putting it away early. <clears throat> Mark said, flew from Omaha to Texas, had a flat on the way home, drove to Gulf Shores the next day. <laughs> you know, you do what you have to do. This is good stuff. Yeah, I mean, your stories are a lot more interesting than mine. I always enjoy hearing them. All right, so if you got any more of those, feel free. Kind of open line on that as we're in the week of the start of the baseball season. But there's some other stuff to get to also, and we'll jump in on that. I'll continue to take your stories, Facebook, and on the text line, on YouTube, on Twitch as well. As we roll along here on this Wednesday in the Farm Bureau studio. Stay with me. Are you ready? Now back to the guy who loves his banana pudding. It's the Matt Wyatt Show. Live in the studio. All right, back with you. Check this story out. From uh, Facebook, my friend Brent, Brent's a great guy, says, I made a promise to my five-year-old son during the beginning of the College World Series that if State made it to the final series, that we would go. He couldn't quite stay awake to see Leggett walk at all. That would be against Texas, by the way. But I surely woke his butt up yelling, <laughs> secured our tickets, our hotel, got the bags packed up that night, and we hit the road on Sunday morning. To say experiencing the College World Series final series with my son was a memorable experience would be putting it mildly from being the good luck charm in our section during the game. That is fantastic. I think there might be more to that, Brent. It might have actually cut it off here on my live stream. So I'll go in and read the rest of it. That's great. I'm glad that worked out that way for you. Will commented on YouTube on the live stream, and he says, I was standing in my living room when we got the last out, too excited to sit down. My dad and I were texting back and forth, counting the outs, started jumping up and down when we won. Will says, I was still waiting for the other shoe to drop the whole weekend, could not fathom that we couldn't lose again because we won it all. Hail State. Hail State to you. That's really good stuff. Steven on the country pleasing text line says, tuned in late today, but I went up to charge my phone when Kellum Clark hit his home run. <laughs> oh, no. 
Okay, he says, you can see me giving a high five to someone I didn't know on the Mississippi State Athletics version of the highlight reel. Okay, so you didn't miss it, but you did go up to charge your phone. You said, I knew that we had just won the national championship. My wife and friends had a lot of fun laughing at that video. Won the natty. Not knew the natty. Yeah, I got you. I knew what you meant. Uh, yeah, that's the thing about that. When we covered it before here, when we've kind of recapped the series, um, that home run put them up, what, 9 nothing, And when that happened, I mean, you know, five nothing is one thing, six is another. When it's nine nothing, all of a sudden there's a lot of outs left, but you hadn't even run Landon Sims out there yet. It's like, all right, go ahead and let the celebration begin. I've never seen anything like it. Just the reaction of collectively of all of that stadium, because you have to remember the reality was there were a group of family of Vanderbilt players behind their dugout who – you know, probably equaled what two hundred people max, and I guess they weren't all fans, right? Two to three hundred, few fans, family. That's it, and everybody else there was either a state fan or rooting for state, <laughs> and it was just that thing. Just I, I've never seen anything like it. Certainly, I've never seen a baseball game like it. Rob in Grenada texted. What's up, Rob? Appreciate you tuning in in Grenada. He said, other than the dogs winning it all, the most memorable time during the championship chase was during the Notre Dame series. Said, my son-in-law, Philip invited me to go uh, to game one and sit on the third baseline. Rob says, that was my first game at the new dude. We came back for game three and actually got invited to watch it from the left field lounge against the fence. Wow. That was an awesome experience and one I'll never forget. I bet. You know, that's something I've never done is watch a game from the outfield hanging on the fence. You know, college years ago, I remember walking through during some games, but I never really did stop other than to go up in a couple of those rigs and eat some food every now and then. Jimmy, he says, our son was at Fort Benning finishing basic training. He had tested positive for COVID and was in quarantine. Normally, he would not have been allowed to access his phone. While in quarantine, however, he was able to call us regularly. So we had him on the phone with us through the whole series, even though uh, you know, I guess he wasn't supposed to. Isn't that great? Right in the middle of his training. Made it even more special. That's really cool. Yeah, Nate, that was something else too. Nate on Twitch said, I loved how all the state fans would chant every time the Whistler did his thing. They would. They they turned it into, they said what? Uh, he would whistle, and they would go, let's go state. <laughs> and so, let's go state. They turned it into a state cheer. Yeah. But then they were, the, the numbers were so overwhelming that they were able to really kind of take it over. And then on top of that, you know, the way the game went, Eventually, he just quit doing it. <laughs> this is great. Like, totally took him out of it. And that's the other thing, too. It just it is amazing. Well, I, I guess it's not surprising, but it still is amazing how everybody hates that that guy is a fan of baseball and comes to the games. Everybody does. The people in Omaha, 
that was the thing about it. Nebraska fans, um, you know, Virginia fans. Nebraska wasn't even in it, but I, there were Nebraska people there. You know, anybody there other than him hates that he's there and does that. They just wish he wouldn't do it. He managed to make everybody hate him. Jeff sent me the picture of the $670 worth of beer cans they had stacked up in the outfield at uh, TD Ameritrade there. Coffee Norman, hey, good to hear from you. Been a while. Norman, thanks for texting. He says, Matt, when the final out was made, I was watching in my living room with my youngest daughter and wife. I broke down in tears because it meant so much, and also knowing a close friend was in a burn hospital watching it as well. Emotions just flooded, and thanks to the good Lord for it all. My friend is now doing well. Ah, that's great to hear, Norman. Um, I have talked to people who got nervous, just couldn't. They were down against Virginia State was, and getting no hit into the eighth inning, couldn't take it, and got up and stopped watching it and got in the car and just drove around, listened to it on the radio. Thought, well, if we're going to lose, I'll just exercise my anxiousness by riding around in the car. And then Kellum Clark hits the home run. The comeback starts. And because you're superstitious, you refuse to get out of the car. Got to listen to the rest of it on the radio. This must be working. Um, I've talked to people who said that they um, were watching the game at home with their family and their kids and happened to check the live stats on the phone and realize before it actually showed up because of delay on television, before you actually see it on television, realize State just won because of a Tanner Leggett walk-off hit. So he knows the outcome. It hasn't popped up on TV yet. So instead of watching it happen on TV, since he knew the outcome, he just watched his kids so that he could see fully and remember their reaction to what he knew was coming. I've heard some really interesting stories about that. Uh, unnamed texture. Let me get this a minute ago. It says, um, thank you and love the show. I'm a 50-year-old drug rep, so I've been a loyal listener since the beginning and driven thousands of miles. Okay. I think that I think that must have been a message for... I think that some, was an earlier text. Well, but it came through during our show just a few minutes ago. Yeah, because it got an answer a few minutes ago. And I think oh, okay. Let's see. Well... Okay. That was something from Bo, I think. Oh, okay. I got you. Well, it was confusing. It just popped up, and so I thought it was for us. Okay, Trent says, My wife and I made hotel reservations for Omaha after the Super Regional. We were only going if MSU won the first two games in Omaha. When we got down big to Virginia in Game 2 and couldn't touch their pitcher, I almost canceled our hotel reservations but decided to let the game play out. After the miraculous finish in game two, my wife and I headed to Omaha and stayed until the end. Great memories. That's from Trent. Yeah, I mean, you know, that's the thing. No time limits. Might as well let them finish, huh? Nick says, if we had a whistler in our fan base, I'd root for Ole Miss. I tell you, man, that's about to the level that, that it is. I don't know why Vandy allows him to hang around and continue to do that. I can't talk him out of it or something. Most of their fans, you talk to them, most of their fans would prefer talk him out of it if they could. <laughs> That's just the truth on all that. All right, so thanks for your responses. I know we kind of had about an hour of it. Uh, that really helps me. It helps me. We're here uh, this week going to open a new season, 
you know, and as a team, players and coaches, they're going to have put last year behind them long, long ago. They hadn't thought about last year's run a long time. They're getting ready for this year. And that's the way it should be. But for us, we're on the outside. It doesn't really – we're different. And I don't think we'll ever stop looking back and reviewing and rehashing and telling stories of where we were. So this is a good week to do that on the heels of a new season. Take a long, close, good, last look at what you're coming off of. You know, because as of Friday, you're going to be a little farther removed from it than you are right now. Pretty neat. And that's the thing about it to me. I love to hear the stories. You know, uh, I was there for that championship series and, and watching everything unfold, watching the, the fan base kind of collective. I mean, people that, you know, grown men crying like babies, uh, people that didn't know each other, hugging, high-fiving, all that kind of stuff stuff it's um it was really incredible really incredible and the thing about it is every time you start a new year you know what you just might get to experience it again it won't ever be the first time again but if you could ever go win another one it might who knows it might be just as sweet or would it All right, hour two coming up here on this Wednesday. Appreciate y'all being a part of the show. Stick around.